0: Welcome to the Praying Teacher Podcast. This is a safe space for teachers and aspiring teachers to come and feel renewed, challenged, and encouraged through biblical practices. I'm your host, Brittany, and I cannot wait for you to join me on this journey. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Praying Teacher Podcast. Wow, it has been a while. The last time I spoke to y'all was like at the end of November. And excuse me for my morning voice. I am really excited to talk to you guys, but you guys probably understand. This is my first time talking today, so this is my voice. (laughs) But a lot has happened since the last time I talked to you. The biggest thing being that Jason and I are expecting a little bundle of joy at the beginning of July, which is so exciting, but means that as I'm recording this episode, I'm already six months pregnant. Like what? That is so beyond crazy to me. People always said that your time being pregnant flies by and they were definitely right. <laughs> it definitely is fine by, which I'm grateful for because I've been really sick most of this pregnancy, but also sad because I'm like, oh, it's just special. Just a special moment, you know, just like every other podcast that I wanted to come on here and be intentional with our time. But I also just wanted to catch you up on where I've been the past four months. And as always, I wanted to start this episode with a prayer. So if you'll just join me really quickly. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this platform and the opportunity to share what you have been putting on my heart and doing through me as a teacher Holy Spirit, would you lead this conversation and let the words spoken through me also speak to others and ignite a passion and a sweet new season in their lives, Lord. We praise you, we honor you, we love you. It's in your name we pray, amen. So before we start, I just wanted to remind everyone listening that if you are liking the podcast, and again, I know it's been a while, <laughs> um, but if you feel like it's had some edification in your life, please, please share just to get the word out so we could reach more people because again i really just started this podcast because i felt led to so the lord will have his way but yeah if you could just share this episode that'd be great thank you in advance for that but let's hop right in so the past four months have flown by but also have felt like a lifetime and to start we found out we were pregnant the day before halloween so it was really fun cuz i remember we were um, poor Jason always has to deal with my, like, <laughs> adventure Saturdays. I don't know. I always just, like, want to try a new coffee shop or, like, go somewhere fun on Saturdays. And this day, I remember I wanted to try these, like, vegan donuts from this place in, like, Alexandria or something. I don't know. It was kind of far. And they had, like, little monster donuts. I don't know. I just thought it was a cutest thing. So, I'm like, let's go. We're going. But I wanted to take a pregnancy test before that. And so, when I told him it was right before we were leaving. I don't know. It's just a special memory and my heart, but we did previously have a miscarriage and almost two years of trying. I basically waited until my app was screaming at me to take a test that day. I think I was like over, definitely over, well over a week um of it telling me like take a test, take a test, take a test. And <clears throat> If you've ever been in that season of trying to conceive, you understand the mixed emotions that come with it. You have hope, you have joy, you have uncertainty, fear. If you haven't been through that struggle, think about something that you feel like you were created to do, that you put all of your hard work, dedication, and attention to it, and you still fall short. It's like, it's like waiting for the most important life-altering phone call, but you don't know when that phone call is coming. So you're literally just like, Waiting around and excitement, but also in you are nervous because of the unknown on the other side of the phone call. I guess that's the best way I could describe that waiting season when you are trying to conceive. But yeah, anyway, I think I just didn't want. No, I did want to believe it, but I was just so hesitant because I had been in that in that they call it the two week wait period. So I've been in that for a while but multiple times within that season and I was just like no like I'm pounding at my period I'll just wait it out wait it out wait it out and then I don't know I'm just glad I did (laughs) wait longer so I didn't get my hopes up that time but anyway so ever since I started teaching I've always felt like parents wouldn't really take me seriously until they knew that I had my own kids and unfortunately in my first couple of years of teaching I would get comments from time to time from parents like oh just wait till you have your own kids or it was you know sometimes it would be said in a kind laughing matter and unfortunately like another time I remember it was said in like kind of not a hateful way but just like in a different tone like oh well just wait till you have your own ki-. you know either way it when it was said it stung just a little bit because little did they know about like our situation so let that just be a reminder of how your words little or small can have a great impact on someone also your tone means everything like you can say kind words but if they're just said in the wrong tone they will mean nothing or even everything to someone Um, And I don't want this part of our conversation to feel sad or to feel heavy. We're so excited for this precious little one. And we're not finding out the gender. So that has been a little challenging when it comes to picking out clothes. But other than that, it's actually been very freeing spiritually for me. I could be pretty controlling at times, can't we all? (laughs) So when Jason mentioned that he didn't want to find out, I actually looked at it as an opportunity to completely come to the Lord with open hands. In an open heart and I don't know I feel like it's actually driving everyone else more nuts than it's driving me nuts I mean at times I'm like I just want to know but like it's so sweet I don't know not knowing there's just something so special about it it's like nature's surprise I feel like that's the only like true surprise I feel like sometimes we can have in this life so I'm really excited we're both really excited I meant to say too. I don't know how long this episode's gonna be, um, just because I really like wanted to get this out. Usually, I try to go like 20, 30 minutes, but we'll just kind of see where the conversation takes us. It might be shorter, might be longer. A bit shorter. Sorry, <laughs> I'm sure you'll get some good information through this though. In regards to updates of my life as a teacher for the past four months, I honestly feel like it's been a blur. Um, and if you've been listening from the start of this podcast, you know that I taught fifth grade for my first year years of teaching, and then this is my first year teaching second grade in a new county and in a new school. So needless to say, there's been a lot of transition that I've had to go through and things that I've had to learn. I was recently listening to an interview with Pastor Rick Warren. Um, if you haven't heard of Rick Warren, he's the author of the bestselling book, A Pur- uh, Purpose Driven Life, um, which is such a good book if you haven't read it. I feel like it's like a book that you can like read over many times in your life. It's just so practical and encouraging, but I love listening to him when you just need to feel refreshed and sometimes a kick in the butt <laughs> and he gives you both in an encouraging way. But anyway, um, in this interview, Philippians, the Bible verse Philippians 4.13 came up and many of us have heard this verse before, but it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And in the interview, they were talking about the definition of what things means in that Bible verse. Like, what does things really mean? <laughs> and they were summing up the conversation by essentially saying that the verse, the thing, things in that verse is really referring to seasons. So I've decided to title this podcast, Gathering the Ingredients. And you'll find out why here in a second. But when I hear the word seasons, I think of, you know, two or three things i think of the seasons of life i think of seasons like weather wise and i also to be honest think of seasonings in food <laughs> funny thought i know but i'm always relating things to food one way or another and i feel like we can easily relate the seasons of life with this bible verse in saying i can do all seasons of life through christ who strengthens me and this definitely makes sense right but I was inspired about today's episode through the Interview interview because Pastor Rick Warren made me look at this Bible verse in a whole new way. As you know, the podcast is focused on teaching, but also what that looks like as a follower of Jesus. How can we incorporate education and the word of God together? And Rick was making the example of saying we all like food, right? Like we like savory, we like sweet, we like sour. Those things individually are all so good and we like the end result of something, the final dish or that final dessert that is made. However, we can't all confidently say that we like the ingredients that make those items alone. So for example, like salt can can completely change the taste of food, but by itself, it can be awful. Eggs can be delicious, but not raw. Some of you might like raw eggs. I don't know. Some people put raw eggs in their smoothies and it's like a health thing. I don't know. I just like always get so nervous, but some people like it. No shame. Sugar can be addicting, um, but by itself can make you sick to your stomach. However, when adding eggs, sugar, flour, and cinnamon together, that batter starts tasting pretty dang good. (laughs) Um, Luckily, I had just a little morning snack before recording this because I'm definitely going to get hungry, but you put it in the oven and you got some pretty tasty bread. I don't, I feel like I add more ingredients to that to my bread, but you know what I mean. I had at this moment listening to the interview and was like, yes, that is teaching in a nutshell. And what I feel like my life as a whole has been like the past few months, think about it this way. Life's seasons are the cinnamon rolls and the omelets Okay, but the ingredients to those recipes are the stages in the seasons of life, but also teaching. So after a really great week of school or even a day, it is so satisfying at the end to reflect on how you got there, right? Like, oh man, it was just like such a good day. And like, I know sometimes I'll reflect, I'm like, why was it a good day? Like, how did I set myself, how did I set myself up for success today? Or this week, did I give my students the attention their hearts cried out for today? Did I respond kindly and with patience? All these things are the ingredients for a great day of school, week, month, year, right? And repeating using those ingredients and making the same recipe for cinnamon rolls, over time, the cinnamon rolls will start to taste better, look better, right? And just be better. Repeat those small intentional steps over and over and you will eventually look up and realize... That what you are doing is working or not working, right? Like if you, if your cinnamon rolls keep coming out like burnt or like tasting just off something in your ingredient list or that you're doing within those steps is not working. So no matter what, it is through Christ that we are strengthened in the classroom as teachers. Whether or not our preparation has failed us or helped us, he gives us the strength that we need. But we also have to do our part, right? So we like the taste of like an amazing uh guys, we just went on a sorry I'm getting off track, but we just went on a baby moon, and you know a lot of moms out there just like dream about the this baby moon trip that they can take like closer, usually it's like mid pregnancy, typically because women are so sick in the first trimester, and then at the end you're just like really uncomfortable and you can't fly like towards the end. And I guess you could, but you're putting yourself at risk. Anyway, we just went on a baby moon and they had the most amazing steak. And so I'm thinking about this steak when I'm saying this, but like, we like the taste of an amazing steak on our plate, but we don't always appreciate the process and time it took to make that steak happen. <laughs> I I mean, I definitely did not. <laughs> I just enjoyed the taste of this. But guys, it was like in this berry cream sauce. Oh my gosh, it was so good. I think it was filet mignon. I don't know. I know like I, one of us got filet mignon and the other one got... Oh gosh. See, I'm not a steak person. Like I want to be a steak person, but why is steak so expensive? Anyway, okay. So same with our walk with the Lord and same with our growth as teachers. In that moment of dealing with a student who's throwing things across your room or two students who will not stop bickering. Like, honestly, I'm like, the bickering gets me. sometimes. Like, that gets me more than like a kid throwing a different tantrum. I'm like, just stop bickering, please. Like, it's just, like the most annoying thing. Teachers, you probably feel me. But in those situations, you don't immediately think, wow, thank you, Lord, for putting me through this fire. I acknowledge that this fire will make me stronger. <laughs> like, But just as the clay, we have to be... M- molded and put through the fire to harden right and to confidently become the person that god created us to be since we were in the womb and i say it because it's just like so i'm so like cliche but it's just like so true like this baby in my womb right now man like god has like a purpose for this baby but like god has already put into stone like who he's created this baby our baby to be like, one, they're a child of God, but, like, two, like, I don't know. He's just all-knowing. It's just so beautiful. For me, personally, as a teacher lately, I feel like I've been gathering my ingredients for my recipe, and I hope that clicks with you now, but I need the eggs. I need the salt. I need the flour. I need um the vanilla extract. I need <laughs> cinnamon. I need, you know, coconut sugar, whatever. I feel like I've been slowly gathering my ingredients this year. I'm just now starting to feel ready to put my recipe into the oven. Like I've been mixing the batter and I feel like I've been here before, but when I tried to rush the recipe and didn't follow the instructions, which honestly, I hate following instructions. I am the type of cook, which just might drive some people nuts. Maybe I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I can't remember. But I am that type of person that I can I don't know. It depends on the recipe. If it's a brand new recipe, I'm like, I have no idea how to make this, then I like, will try to follow it as best as possible. But like once I've made it before, I'm like, oh, like I pretty much have this just like just as long as I have, you know, some things portioned correctly, I feel I can I can kinda go with the flow, you know, and not like by the book follow the instructions. Some of you are not like that. I have a friend close friend it was funny like years ago we tried cooking together baking I can't remember and we quickly found out like we were like best friends and we quickly found out like wow we are very different in the kitchen together and it can (laughs) cause some Uh, you know pushback I guess you could say not like fights but it was just funny like there's just two different types of people in the world there's the type that follows instructions in a recipe and there's the type that does not (laughs) but anyway when I've been here before. I've tried to rush a recipe and not follow the instructions. I've had to start over. And I don't want that again. <laughs> like, none of us like starting over, right? And I think delayed gratification is such a beautiful thing for our souls. And I hate to say it, but I do think we we don't like delayed gratification. But I really do think it's such a beautiful thing for us and in the waiting and the hard work we learn so much not just about our classroom or our students but about ourselves our character and who we want to be oh guys with all that said that wraps up today's long awaited episode i feel like it was pretty short i'm sorry i just i don't know this was quickly in my heart and i feel like i haven't got to talk to you guys in so long I'm really trying to work on not worrying about perfectionism, like waiting for the right time and just doing things when I have these pockets of time. I feel like that's like the key to I don't want to say the key to success, but like i my personality is like I strive off of productivity, and I feel like that's the key to being productive is just like using those time pockets that you have and so So I was trying to do today just to get this recorded and uploaded and not worrying about the time frame or anything like that and it being perfect, but just really being from the heart. So I hope you felt encouraged by this message and could go into your school week knowing that the work that you are doing matters. It is making a difference and it is changing lives, your life included. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord and I will talk to you guys soon.